Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line. Michael may not know this, but we're going to do a special step into my office coming up in about Uh-oh. 15 minutes. <laughs> you'll be you didn't you'll, tell me. You'll be good. I didn't read the rundown. That's why I, <laughs> I screwed up. I love it. Well, you'll be you'll be good. It'll be easy. Um, I want to go over the Thursday lines, but before we do, how about this one? Yeah. I just saw this pop up on social. How about Al Michaels at 77 getting the bag from Amazon? So I was thinking about it. Gary Williams, who we had on was 77. Did that sound like a 77-year-old to you? My gosh, no. he was so sharp. Um, 77 for Al Michaels. You know, Bayheim, Coach K could still keep going. I mean, this is impressive. Michael signed a long-term deal at 77 years old. How about that? God bless him. It's awesome. You know, he's going to do the Thursday night games, and, uh, you know, he and Kirk Herbstreit are going to handle it. Herbstreit's going to be a busy guy. He's going to yes, need our man to bear to really bail him out here because he's going to have to do college and pro. Good luck. Those are hard things to do all the time. You start getting the names messed up. That's why you got nickname all the players, you know, because <laughs> it starts to kind of overflow with you a little bit here. Trust me, I know that. I've lived that before. So, uh, you know, good for Al. I mean, it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I think Fox has taken the approach – you know, look, the people are watching because of the broadcast rights. Amazon and and, uh, and ESPN are taking the approach that it's going to be more of an appeal by who we bring in to announce the game. So we shall see. It'll be fun to watch, it, though. It really will be. I, I was marveling this weekend because, you know, I've been obsessed with the tournament my whole entire life. But remember back in the day where you'd be watching a game and they cut out of the game. Now yeah. we just you just, we got them all. Now you get every single game. I mean, you get every yeah, single game God. in the regular yeah. season, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, my remote needs new batteries. I was flipping like crazy, you know. I literally had to stop watching JFK through the looking. I had to put that on the on the back burner for this weekend. I'll get back to it tonight. Wait, 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 but wait, I mean, wait, wait, hold on. We'd like to hear this. What are you into now? It, it's you? the four hour. It's the four hour. Oliver North, done by a man by the name of Jim D'Angino, who wrote the book uh, uh, Betrayal. 
uh, about the Kennedy assassination. Fascinating book because what they've been able to do is through the National Archives, which is in which is right outside of Washington and Baltimore, uh, they've been able to go back in there and spend time researching all the declassified information and applying it to the Warren Commission, which it's fascinating. The national media doesn't cover it naturally because it's 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 too deep of a story. But they've done it through evidence, and it's a four hour. It's broken up into four parts, mm-hmm. and they go over the entire assassination and what was going on uh, based on foreign affairs, based on domestic affairs and all that. So it's great. But I had to put that on the back burner, Patrick. I mean, you know, it's like I, 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 haven't, even, I haven't watched one Meals by Cooge video because I've been so no, busy watching I, this d- other I don't, stuff. No, I don't believe you. That, that no, I, don't believe. I haven't seen it. i got to get updated. JFK, I just wrote it down. I want to watch that. Um, it's really good. I'm going to get to the numbers, but quickly, because they're flashing it. The Falcons are fielding trade calls for Matt Ryan because he's going to earn his $7.5 million bonus if on the roster today after 4 p.m. Eastern time. Are you hearing I anything? think he'll get traded today. I think he'll get traded today. Uh, I think there's a good chance he'll get traded today. I think that's probably right. I think, I think there's a deal already in the works for him uh, that, that could possibly come to fruition by 4 o'clock today, no which kidding. is what it needs to do. Yeah, I think Atlanta is going to go in a different direction. I think Atlanta went down that abyss where they said, hey, look, we're going after we're going after Watson. And once they cross that bridge into that territory, I think they now need to retreat. I mean, they're a good team. Atlanta's a bad team with a good quarterback, right? Right. And, and again, I think they made a huge blunder. First-year general manager, first-year coach, you pick a big receiver with the fourth pick overall in the draft. Seriously? Your offensive line can't block anybody. Matt Ryan's been the most hit quarterback in the National Football League over the last three years. It's ridiculous. Right. He gets a beating. And, and, you know, and I've been saying this on the program. He's got all these number ones and twos and, and draft picks on that line, and yet they're not good enough. And so, you know, I, I do think that, that he wants to go somewhere where he can win. I'm sure he probably wants another dip of the apple because, you know, once this, the NFL is very similar to the blackbirds that line on the line, one flies, they all fly off, right? Well, when one quarterback gets a new contract, they all want new contracts, right? No matter when they signed them. And so I'm sure Matt wants more money given to his deal, and some team's going to have to deal with that. But I suspect that's going to happen. The one that I don't hear is going to happen, and I think it could eventually lead to a release or it would be very, very light capital, is the Browns are having trouble moving Baker Mayfield. I think they're going to have to pay somebody. They're going to have to pay somebody. They don't want to do that. They laughed at that idea. They they, When somebody asked them, were you willing to take some of the salary back, they said, no, of course not. Like, at some point, you know, like he's at $18 million with no contract next year. He's $18 million. He doesn't have a contract next year. Where are you going with him? Are you paying him? Again, it's the same question I asked all of last year. Are you paying him 35? Are you paying him 40 a year? I'm certainly not. You've overdrafted him. You know, now people are talking about, well, maybe John Dorsey wants him back in Detroit because he drafted him and he's in Detroit. Well, I mean, I actually think, why would you get rid of Goff for Baker? Why would you? One's got limitations. So does. They signed Brissett, or they traded for Brissett. And everybody knows it. And everybody knows it, yeah, right? So, so and they're, they're committed to there's having There's no urgency. Them. Why would I pay you? Now, I think if Atlanta gets rid of Ryan, I think they'll sign Marcus Mariota. Remember, Mariota was there in Tennessee when Arthur Smith was there. Good point. Just quickly to circle back on Ryan. I, it's, maybe it's because even as a rookie, remember, he took that team to the postseason. You think of Matt Ryan, I think of him as a Falcon. Is there a fracture in the relationship there, do you believe? 
once you cross that bridge, once you, and unless you're willing to go back and, and do the Arnold Rothstein where, you know, money is the best thank you ever, uh, unless you're willing to do that, it's hard to kiss and make up. You know, it's really hard to kiss and make up. It's not, you know, flowers on the doorstep ain't going to cut it. So I, I think ultimately they cross that bridge. I think this is a classic example of, you know, the owner probably thinking we're not that far away. When a new GM comes in, the first thing he should do is, is the reason you got the job is probably because you need to get a younger quarterback. Look, all these jobs in the NFL, 32 of them, you're all, no matter how good of a job you do collecting talent, if the quarterback and the head coach aren't dynamic, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. I mean, Jerry Venice, uh, Jack Venice, in 1950 to 1959, collected all these Hall of Famers. He ended up with 12 of them. And until Lombardi showed up in 59, none of them were very good. So it's more than just collecting talent. It's about how it's going to develop talent. Back to that development of conversation that is so significant in what we do. And if you don't have the right guy developing the talent, but you become a new GM and a new coach, and you know your quarterback's older, he's getting, he's getting the crap beat out of him, you probably should make a move. Instead, you draft a big receiver who you can't get the ball to because they're not counting the five Mississippi. So... I'm fascinated by your Matt Ryan take. Do you have a – can you give me three teams you think could potentially be trading I think it destinations? Would, I think it would be Seattle. I think it would be Indianapolis. And I would say probably, you know, New Orleans throws three. Okay. Interesting. But I think it's going to. I, I would sense it is. Now, you know, things change in the last, last 10 – but as of this morning, I think that's where it's going. And look, not a lot of people want Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's 36 years old. He's been hit a lot. He's making a lot of money. You know, the best place for him to go would be Indianapolis because they're pretty much a good team without a quarterback. Atlanta's a bad team with, with a quarterback. That's a good point. It would be literally what Indy did two seasons ago, bringing in Phillip Rivers, right? Right, but Rivers didn't cost anything in terms of draft capital. They just signed him. He cost cash. So whether Indianapolis is willing to do that, I don't know. You know, but to me, of all the teams that are looking for quarterbacks, and, and if I were a quarterback out there, I'd want to go to Indy because they're the best team. Like, if I don't mess this up, I got a chance to go to the playoffs. You know, and so I, that's how I would. But I, I, I think that's the case. I, I hear Winston is going back to New Orleans. I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but I keep hearing that through the NFL grapevine. And you mentioned yesterday here on the Lombardi line, you think it might be – because his kind of supporter and Peyton not there anymore, it might be the end of the road for Taysom Hill and that whole experiment there. In some form of their way. Now, whether, you know, they lowered his contract, they redid his deal. So, you know, I mean, I think that that, that, that becomes a little bit of a, of a situation where you, you've got to see where it goes. And the problem is, as much as I like Taysom Hill, and I'm probably leaning on the other side of, of, of him, you know, I, I wouldn't really give up on the experiment because I think he changes the dynamic. But, you know, they lowered his base salary to a million one, and they gave him a bunch of money in signing bonus. I mean, his, his cap hit is $28 million if they got rid of him. I mean, they, they got a lot of money tied up, and they're still on this team right now. There's $23 million tied up between Armstead and Drew Brees, still. If you were running a team next year, would you want Baker or Jimmy G starting for you? I would take Jimmy G. I look, here's Baker's problem. Baker's problem is, and we've said this many times, is he can't see. 
and he gets too many balls tipped at the line of scrimmage. There was 19, 2019, I've said it on the program all the time, he averaged over six and a half balls being touched by the defense. What does that mean? When we watch games, we always look at the incompletions, but we never analyze the incompletions, right? We look at all, you know, this guy's got 10 incompletions. How many of those incompletions did the defense get their hands on? That's critical because when they get their hands on the football, they can turn that ball over. Mm-hmm. And with Baker, that's what happens. And he can't see. There's no down-the-field passing game outside the numbers. This is what well, this is what Cleveland struggled with. And when it became a drop-back game, that's his problem. He's small, and when people now rush you, remember he won Offensive Rookie of the Year, right? So everybody loved Baker. Oh my God, he was great, you know. But when people decided to rush him inside, as opposed to running up the field and pushing him and keeping people in front of him, he can't see. You build the wall. It's what happens when you take a six-foot quarterback. It's the same thing that happens to Kyler Murray. I was just going to whisper. Kyler Murray as well, right? Imagine if yeah, Kyler no Murray doubt. loses an ounce of athleticism. Done. It's, it's exactly what's happened to Russell a little bit. Russell lost a little bit of speed, and all of a sudden, now he's gained 183 yards rushing, when in his heyday, he was gaining 800 yards rushing. Let's ride. Let's ride Russell Wilson. That's your boy. He's a cook. You know, at one time, he was a, a gourmet chef. Now he's working at a diner. If I'm, we'll looking, if if I'm looking for a foodie, I'm going Cougine, not Russell Wilson. Right? No doubt. We got to get we got to get my man in there. I wonder where he's going today. He's got some sandwich shop he's hitting, I'm sure. <laughs> killing me. You're killing me, Whitey. Did, did you tell me he was drinking the other time in the video? He was, he was smashed out at Hoboken. Completely smashed. Love Good to for see him. It. Love to see it, Cooch. Coming back, step into my office next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, or a hot or cold coffee. 
And just like every great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast. The official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Wendy's is delicious. I will say that. Mike, I'm sure you, Michael Lombardi's hit a Wendy's or two uh, in his day. Oh, uh, you know, like, the, the, first of all, their breakfast sandwich is outstanding. I, I would love to know what Matt Humans thinks of it. But is there <laughs> anything better than breakfast sandwiches on the damn drive-thru? I mean, it's incredible. It's like, the best. The problem with breakfast sandwiches is because I have no discipline, I would eat 17 of them. I, you know, yes. and I would just crash the car. There just would be wrappers all in the car. Down the hatch. They're so yeah. good. I, I dare you, I, like I mean, humans. You listen. I just talked to somebody that was. Uh, well, I won't get into their their late night uh, travails, but he said humans doesn't own plates or silverware. He literally just eats what? out three. He, he eats fast food three days a, uh, three times a day, which is incredible. Why? Why would he? You know, why would he? <laughs> Great point. I mean, if not, I mean, not when? You know, you, I promise you, he could never have a meal with Millie. Like, if you have dinner with Millie, you're going to have cloth napkins at every meal, right? Humans There's would no not chance. be into that. No. There's no chance he would. He wouldn't even know what to do with a cloth napkin. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Humans is a legend. Um, okay, so your boy Santos threw together a step into my office. I think you'll enjoy this. Let's start it off with Coach Cal. I didn't look, Matt. I'm I, sorry. I, I, no, I didn't look. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, Kentucky loses to St. Peter's. We talked about it. He, it's it's been a while. We're start. He's starting to lose the luster. How about Coach John Calipari as far as stepping to my office? You know, I, I think this is one of those where I, I think ultimately you've got to embrace your situation. And and I think instead of skirting around it and talking about players going to the pros, we've got to redirect ourselves and start talking about championships. I, I think we've got to redirect our recruiting, recruiting towards yeah. lost our identity a little bit. And I think we need to shift it back. You're a fabulous coach. You're one of the best coaches in the country. You're one of the best recruiters in the country. And all these one-and-dones have kind of hurt more than helped. I mean, it helps you certainly to get tickets at every NBA game you want to go to. You'll sit court. That's not the issue. The issue is Kentucky basketball. We need to start putting that first. We need to figure out how in the heck we're going to be able to keep players together for more than just one year so you're not constantly rebuilding a culture. I mean, you've made your job harder. You've made it easier for the NBA because you've developed talent, but you've made it harder for yourself because you don't get the benefits of coaching a Tyrese Maxey for two seasons. He's one and done. And what we've learned over seven years, and if we're not willing to admit this, then it's hard to go further. What we've learned over seven years is simply this. We can't win with one and done. We have not been to a Final Four since 15. We have not won a title since 12. There's a huge sample size. We've got a list of NBA players longer than Matt Eumann's drive through list. There's no doubt, right? We've got that. However, we're not winning titles. And we are Kentucky basketball. We've got to get back to Kentucky basketball. Championships. Championships. Not players in the pros. Great one. Good job with that. And Calipari... I know he gets crushed all the time. Look how good he was at UMass. I mean, look at what he did at UMass his last five years. Sweet 16, round of 32, round of 32, Elite Eight, Final Four. What has UMass done since he left? Look what he did at Memphis his final four years. Elite Eight, Elite Eight, National Champion runner-up, Sweet 16. I mean, he's not good. He's one of the all-time greats, and he gets crushed. Right. 
But what happens is because he has been so good at recreating culture every year, he doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough culture no, fair. to win these tight games. And so when you have a sample size of ten years of not winning a title, of seven years of not going to a Final Four, that tells you something. And if you're not willing to come back and admit it, if if you don't want to change the way you're playing the game, the game's going to keep going on the way it's going on. That's fair. I mean, and he said it after the game. Look, I love this team. I never, we never had a bad practice. To me, that was really an indication of maybe you need more time with the players. You know, maybe because you're seeing it improve, and they're certainly talented. But I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, we've got to change what we do. We have to stop being the minor leagues for the NBA and become Kentucky basketball. Well put. Kevin Willard just announced the new head coach at a great program, Lefty Drizel. We mentioned Gary Williams. Terge was there for a while. Um, how about this? Kevin Willard at Maryland. Now, I'll just give you his quick rundown. Iona, and then he was at Seton Hall since 2010, so clo close to 12 years. It, teams played well, but he could never get out of that f first round, really, as far as the tournament's concerned. I think he took Seton Hall to the round of 32 once. Uh, this is a big job in the Big Ten at Maryland. Yeah, I mean, look, you've walked into uh, the, the Big Ten, and I think ultimately you've got to now adjust your style of play that fits the Big Ten and how you recruit to fit the Big Ten. And what I would do if I were Kevin Willard is I would make sure that I had Lefty on one side of me and then I had Coach Williams on the other side, and I would try to unite the Maryland family. Mm -hmm. I would try to unite Under Armour and try to get back. We've got to be able to build a program that can withstand the test of time athletically because, they, you know, Turgeon had it going there for a little bit. I mean, they were good. But I, I think ultimately when they've left the ACC and they've lost that little bit and they're in the Big Ten, I think they need to rebrand themselves a Big Ten school. And the only way you do that, really the only way you can do that, is by how you recruit to fit to beat the best teams. We have to become a team that can compete on this level with the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Michigan States. We've got to become Michigan State. That's who I would model the program after. And you got to own the DMV, which you can. If you put a fence up around the DMV, Gary Williams did it and won a championship. You know, that's, yep. that's really what it comes out. And I love that you said, you know, connect to the past. Turgeon, hell of a coach, but there was a disconnect with the history of Maryland basketball and Mark Turgeon. I think Willard needs to come in and completely embrace Williams, like you said, and uh, I think he should be, uh, should be okay. He's 46 years old. This is a big job for him. Big Ten money's different, you know? Big Ten, there's, there's a reason Maryland's in the Big Ten. It's not because it makes any sense. That's an Atlantic Coast team, but it's Big Ten yep. money. Yeah, I, I think there's no doubt. And I, and I think you've got to adjust your recruiting to that, and you've got to adjust. Every school is different on how you want to play. You, you know, I think what you really need to do, if I'm Kevin Willard, I walk into Maryland, and instead of saying, here's where I'm going forward, I want to understand where we've been. And I want to take a little bit of time to understand what's going on in my program. And like you said, we've got to get back to winning the – we've got to be with the DMV. We've got to be able – Carmelo Anthony can't go to Syracuse. He needs no. to come to Maryland. Yeah. You know, we've got to win this, and we've got to be able to do that, and we've got to brand our team accordingly. And if we're going to win the Big Ten, you know, it's going to require us to play a certain style, a physical style, and we've got to match it. We've got to get kids that fit that style. And the one thing I think you see is you've got to be able to get – the one-and-dones don't work. I mean, it just does – I mean, Krzyzewski's having a hard time winning with one-and-done. Coach K can't win with one-and-dones. Like, at some point, when are you going to figure it out? We know, we know Bruce Pearl can't win with one-and-dones because he don't develop anybody. 
Well, you may have been on to something. Matt Santos just whispered into my ear. It's not a done deal, but Rappaport is reporting, just like Michael, Michael Lombardi reported here on the Lombardi line, that a deal isn't done, but they're getting close with Matt Ryan and the Colts. Yeah, and I mean, Jay Glazer has the same thing. Jay Glazer, I just retweeted Jay Glazer. I think it'll get done with the Colts. I really do. And I think it's a smart play for Chris Ballard and the Colts. Here's why. Because it gives you two years to find your replacement. There's no quarterback in this draft. You know, we can go through all the mocks and everybody's talking about, oh, Kenny Pickett, all the – no, everybody I talk to, the, the, there's no consensus starter in this draft. You, if you want to draft Kenny Pickett in the first round, you're going to end up with a backup. See how that works out for your career. So, to me – You've got to bridge yourself. Where are we going? What are we doing? How are we going to get there? Matt Ryan behind that offensive line with some skilled players around him with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, he, and he's smart. He'll be really good. Here's the one benefit of it. Frank Wright has done – what Frank Wright has done is he's gone into the offices and he said, get me, get me Phillip Rivers. They gave him Phillip Rivers. He's get me Carson Wentz. I'll make him. Now all of a sudden Frank Wright is – he's not barsting in the door telling me to get the quarter. He's had two and he struck out. So now he needs to figure develop this, and I think he'll do a great job with Matt Ryan. I really will. Seems like a good fit. You, you're talking. It's a perfect it. it's a fit, great fit for two years, and and they'll take on the salary. They have cap room. It's not going to affect them. There's they're renting him for two years, so there's when he goes, there's no there's no residual effect of his contract lingering on, preventing you from doing anything. It's the perfect rent a guy, and if they protect him. And he gets him in the right play and does what Rivers was doing towards the end of his time there. I think it could be fairly effective. Look, they're going to be better on defense. I'll tell you that right now. They'll be better on defense. As much as I'm not in love with the Bradley scheme, I think they'll be better on defense. Does not bold well for you, Chicago Bear fans. You were, you were ahead of that one. Hey, um, one thing, he hasn't been protected in a while in Atlanta. No. So he's going to get some protection there if he goes to Indy. And they haven't helped them. I mean, it's a little bit like you leave these tackles on islands and then you're shocked. You're shocked when, when, when he gets hit. I don't know if you've taken a look. We're going to get Josh in, then we're going to come back. And I want to ask you, if you've taken a look at your NBA board, do you think the 76ers are favored tonight at home hosting the Heat? They shouldn't be. And, and, and I'm telling you, it's a waste of money betting them, betting them on a future to win the title. It's a waste of money. I'm just telling you, it's a, it, right now it's a St. Jude's pick. I'll tell you why. The 76ers are catching two tonight at home, hosting the Heat. We come back with Josh, and we'll get to that next. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Still plenty of the tournament to go, so get Hoops Madness, everything you need to bet madness this year. 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, which is so key. You get everything advice, data, strategy for $19. So if you're just filling out a bracket or you want to bet, Coming up to here, the Sweet 16, get analysis from our experts. Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, Tim Murray, it's all there. Sign up today and get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament. That's April 5th for 19 bucks. VSIN.com slash madness. Okay, we'll keep you updated if we do get the breaking news. Michael Lombardi's been all over it as far as Matt Ryan potentially getting traded before he gets that bonus today to Indianapolis. So we'll keep you updated. Michael Lombardi, of course, there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. We head out to New England where I was concerned he may not wake up for another couple of days. Of course, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights. Listen, you come to work, you come to Vegas for work and it ends up being a party. And Josh was, uh, Josh was recovering. How, how are we feeling? 
Uh, we're doing better, Patrick Michael. Great to be with you. And, and Michael, Patrick's totally right. You know, you get me in Vegas. The March Madness is going. It, it's kind of tough for me sometimes. So it went a little bit hard early on. The UVM game, I really got going with that one. Just just talked to our buddy Derek Van Nostrand. But uh, it was a great trip and, and just uh, so thankful to be a part of Eason and to be embracing the madness and being a part of it, guys. Really incredible here. Uh, but I want to just, you know, kind of mention one thing in terms of futures, guys. So uh, in terms of what we've seen so far, favorites are 33 and 15 straight up. So the team's expected to one to win have won but dogs we talked about going contrarian 27 and 21 against the spread uh you do have overs at a, a slight clip here 25 and 23 but if we have these look at these updated futures prices i think there's two teams with value right now guys uh houston plus 900 to cut down the nets they have the third best percentage based on ken palm 10.1 percent and also ucla plus 1800 they have the fifth best odds based on ken palm 8.2 percent so the zags are plus 320 ken palm gives them almost a 29 percent chance to cut down the nets but if you're looking for maybe a value play to go deep and win it all, possibly to me, Houston plus 900 and UCLA plus 1800, that could be worth a look. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to tie it into who they got to face too, right, Josh? I mean, you know, it's it's what's the road to get there? You know, who would have ever thought that Miami and and Iowa State were going to be to get to the final, to get to the lead eight, right? So I think you tie that together with some of these teams that are in this region, like Kansas. I mean, they obviously are the favorite. Would you take a chance on Providence to get to the final four? You know, Michigan at 10 to 1, Femi's all over that. I mean, Femi's probably cashing that ticket right now. Yeah, he's got 125 to 1 on Michigan. So he can get creative you bet, there. You better get control of your man if he comes in that studio today, Patrick, because <laughs> he, he I just saw he, on Twitter he's going to be all over the Colts. So you better calm him down a little bit here. <laughs> Wait, Fe, you're saying Femi's all over the Colts? Oh, if they get Matt Ryan, I think he's going to get hysterical. I think he's going to go crazy. But speaking of that, Joshua, we got you. What are the Colts' uh, Super Bowl odds uh, now before they get Matt Ryan? Yeah, we got to double-check this, Michael. Last I saw, I think they're around 20 to 1, something like that. Yeah, again, these are definitely going to jump up if that that takes place. I don't think Matt Ryan will move the number, but it will give them some stability at quarterback. It may move it slightly, but they're a good team. Now they get a good quarterback. I'm not saying Matt Ryan's great by no means. And – you know, but he's two. He can play for two years. I think that's a that's a that, that's an interesting number to look yeah, at. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. I think he'll shorten up their number a little bit. They're thirty-five to one right now. Yeah. Um, I think that I think he shortens them up to twenty-five to one because look, they're thirty-five to one right now with the possi- with the complete unknown and Ellinger sitting there. So I think it will shorten the number up. I don't I don't think you're wrong at all on that. Um, how about an early Sweet Sixteen sharp report, Josh? What do you got? Yeah, a couple ones that kind of jumped out to me. Two really good contrarian opportunities here. So, number one, we talked Houston, Arizona, plus 900 Houston to cut down the nets. To me, that's a bit of a value play. But we're seeing early on Houston, Arizona, is everyone loading up on Arizona? Obviously, you know, it was a thrilling game last night. TCU covers the number. Arizona almost saw, you know, their their futures chances, you know, kind of end in front, right in front of their eyes. But early on, you did see a little move toward Arizona. You know, they open as low as like a, a minus one and a half favorite. They got up to two. But a lot of these twos against Houston, this going to be Thursday night, you're not your late game your 10 o'clock game your most heavily bet game by far you're seeing a lot of these twos maybe creep back down to one and a half juice wise so the line's coming back a little bit uh toward houston to me if you can find houston plus two uh ken palm actually has them winning this game by one point he also has them uh with a better uh number here to cut down the nets 10.1 percent versus 9.1 percent and this is a really big contrarian spot guys again early on take these percentages with a grain of salt there's going to be way more bets you know compared monday to when we get to thursday but right now, almost 80% of bets 
Jets are laying it with Arizona. To me, Houston, and, and Michael, what would you think of uh, Kelvin Sampson taking his shirt off and going nuts? They got, they're feeling good about themselves. I thought Kelvin Sampson said the greatest thing ever. It's funny. He said he's, our program's all about the roots. It's about our culture. It's about what we do. We talked about Houston all year, how many over under uh, 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 seniors and juniors they had on that roster and his development and how they play defense. I, I think certainly it, it's really important. Totally agree. Yeah, Calvin Sampson, that was fun. Watch him get a little loose there. He's been doing it a hell of a long time. How about Texas Tech and Duke? What do you got there? I'm looking at Texas Tech, guys. I think Duke, obviously, is going to be, you know, one of your big public favorites here. It's Friday night this year, late night game as well. It's 940 East Coast time, but uh, Duke's the higher seed. The Coach K's final hurrah. You know, you love to hate Duke. It's almost like, you know, the Patriots with Brady. Either love him or hate him. Same thing with the Dukies here. But I think you're going to get a lot of sentimental value of, hey, it's it's Coach K's last year. Let's ride Duke. They'll, they, you know, they'll go deep into this, maybe win it all. But they're getting almost 70% of early bets. But, guys, the line is flipped to Texas Tech. A lot of these books were a pick em, uh, uh, you know, pretty much a pick'em number or even a minus one Duke. Now it's flipped to Texas Tech minus one. So I'll go money line here as of now. I'll continue to monitor this number. But if Texas Tech continues to be, you know, getting less than 40% of bets, everyone loading up on Duke, you didn't see Duke go to minus one or minus two. You saw the line go to Texas Tech. So Ken Palm does have Texas Tech winning this game by one. Obviously a defensive advantage here. Uh, and also Texas Tech has better odds to cut down the nets, according to Ken Palm, 6.2% versus 4.8%. So I like this move. The distinction, guys, is like, you know, to me, Houston's contrarian. They're a little bit inflated. They may come back. The other play here is Texas Tech. They're contrarian, and line's going in their favor. I'll look at the Red Raiders uh, right now. You know, it's funny, though, Josh, the books are all different, right? We had Thomas Gable on earlier, and he had, he, you know, I said the same thing to him that you're saying, and he said, look, we opened Texas Tech up as the favorite at point. I, I think this line is fishy. It's a little fishy to me. I, I thought Duke would be the favorite to start this out, basically as hard as a game as Notre Dame was for Texas Tech to win. I was surprised that Texas Tech's the favorite, but that's the way that's, Gable has it at the Borgata at one and a half to Tech, and that's what his power rankings say as well. I was going to save uh, the Heat and 76ers for Michael in the next segment, but I will say this. The Heat are getting hammered. They just went up the three everywhere off the one-and-a-half opener. You better get it now. I would say this. You better take this bet now because I suspect that Harden and, and Embiid won't play. Back-to-back. Back. I, I suspect. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, especially as bad as they lost last night and Doc's refusal to play anybody on the bench, you know. I mean, I don't know why the guys come to the game. I mean, you know, they should stay in the locker room, play dominoes <laughs> back there. He ain't going to put them in. Oh, man, he's down on the 70s. But that is true, Josh. The Heat are at Philly. Open one and a half, and you see the, the board lighting up right now. I got a bunch of threes on the board. Yeah, I think Michael's totally right. I think this line move, uh, number one, is a big rest advantage. So Miami's been off since the 18th. You look at Philly's uh, second leg of a back-to-back, -back, their third game in four days. Uh, again, like a minute ago or, you know, 10 minutes ago, it was minus two, minus two and a half. Now you're up to minus three. I think Michael's spot on. Is that Harden being rested? Is that uh, Embiid being rested? I think if you want to play this number, and I am on the heat here, guys, with this rest advantage and is tough spot schedule-wise for the Sixers. But you don't want to wait too too long. If there's an announcement coming out that Harden or Embiid are out, that three probably goes even further, four, five. Uh, at that point, it's like, hey, is there any value to buying low on the Sixers? But really big rest advantage, the heat of, uh, advantage here, offensive and defensive efficiency. You got a bunch of road refs here. I took the money line on the heat minus 140 a little bit earlier. So I'd love to see this line continue to grow. And if you're going to play it, you probably want to do it sooner rather than later. Yep, all the way up to three. Jo uh, Michael's right. Get in on it now if you are going to bet it. Um, quickly, a, a line flip as far as the Nets. They open a point and a half at home. Now the Jazz are laying a point and a half, Josh. 
Yeah, dog to fave line move here toward Utah, guys. And Patrick, this is a system that you and I talked about uh, quite a few times, you know, like the second leg of a back-to-back. Typically, we want to bet against these teams uh, with the Jazz here. This is their back-to-back. However, there's a distinction when you're on a back-to-back whether the line goes in your favor or against you. If it goes against you, uh, you're really not covering very often. I think it's like 40%. So, again, that's good news if you're on the Heat playing the Sixers. In this spot here, if you're on the second leg of a back-to-back and the line moves in your favor, you're about 58% against the spread. So it's kind of fishy. Like, the Jazz must be tired, right? But yet they're getting this public support, or, or sorry, the sharp support. The distinction here is it's 50-50. You know, odds may, or uh, public doesn't really know what to do. How do you not play the Nets at home? But remember, no Kyrie. Aldridge is still hurt. Utah, number one offensive efficiency, number eight defensive efficiency, some road refs, and then that classic dog-to-fave line move. So I like this spot here for the Jazz. This is a money line play for me on the Jazz. Give me the minus 125 with Utah. Okay. By the way, and this will this will make sense to everybody that works here at VSIN. We love DraftKings and we love being a part of the DraftKings family. But our boy BJ just hit us all up. Your DraftKings password is about to expire. This oh, is boy. like I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Thank God, I, I know I was having a meltdown. Thank God for BJ last week. BJ's I was having the a meltdown. Best. Like you got too many websites. I don't even know where I'm going. I'm lost. <laughs> I, I, you know, work like BJ helped me walk through workday. I was going to run to the middle of the road. This is a shout out to Brian Musburger and Billy. AD. We love nothing more than being a part of DraftKings, but these emails are going to send me to an early grave. Michael, do you agree? Do you no, agree? I, 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 I got too many websites. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I mean, <laughs> and, and thank God for the savior, BJ. I've never met you, BJ, but salute. <laughs> Josh, feel better, bro. Great job. We'll talk to you. We're coming back. Appreciate Matt it, Ryan, Good is going to be a cult? Thank you, buddy. We'll find out from Michael Lombardi. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening.
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, so I've told you about the reward points over at BetMGM. It's awesome. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn those reward points, kind of like a credit card. And you get free tokens. If you're planning a trip here to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into reward points at MGM casinos. It's it's really a great perk. Uh, so check it out. Log in today, BetMGM.com, or download the app at BetMGM. And again, it's just like using your credit card, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. How about this? How about your boy, Tom Brady? It, you, I'm sure you just saw what he just posted. He's working out with, no. he's working out with Julian Edelman. And we got to get a line on Edelman returning from retirement. So, because everything's calculated with Tom. And he just said, great way to get a workout in with Edelman, kind of winky face. Um, but it was it, like Santos was just saying behind the glass. Do you believe, like, do, do you think Edelman could still have a little left in the tank? I mean, he got a year off. It's not like he was completely done. Does this make any, does this mean anything to you? Edelman and Brady working out. I kind of thought, I love Julian, but I thought his lower body, his knees, I thought he was done. So, you know, I I think he could work out. I mean, that's his Goomba. That's his Kujin there. He loves him. So (laughs) I I can't imagine that, you know, he, he, you know, Uh. they're, they're two peas in a pot. I mean, they both work hard. So. I don't know if Julian has any gas left in the tank for 17 games and nine months of work. I think that would be hard. The other thing that just popped up is it's official. Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt. Okay, so let's report this. Uh, Michael Lombardi had it early. He was due. Well, I, I never have it. No, you know just... me. I never have it because if I if I tell everybody what I have, then I don't. You know, so I leave it out there. So hey, anyway, listen. I, I three, kinda... three, three years working with you. I know how to massage around the idea because. Listen, I know you know more than you ever give us, so it's sometimes yeah. I have to pull it out of you. But you did you did say he wasn't going to get the $7.5 million bonus from Atlanta because Atlanta was going to move on. They traded yeah. him to the Colts. Let's get your reaction right away. Well, I, I think it's a smart trade for Chris Ballard and the Colts. I mean, they're a really good team that doesn't have a quarterback, right? And now they get a veteran quarterback with leadership, with toughness. We know he's tough. Got the crap beat out of him the last five years. You know, they did a bad job of protecting Matt Ryan. Now I think he, he's got to find some more skilled players around him. But with Jonathan Taylor behind him, I think what you'll have to do, what you'll see here is they're going to play smart. They're not going to lose the game. I mean, when you watch the last two games of the season, you know, when they lost to the Raiders and lost to the Jaguars, they lost lost the game. I mean, they didn't play well. And, and Wentz made these horrible decisions with the football. I don't think Matt Ryan's going to do that. I think they're going to play within themselves. And if Matt Ryan comes into the program and adopts what he wants, what he wants from Frank Wright and what Frank Wright wants from him, I think this can be successful. Look, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be as explosive as the Chiefs or the Raiders or the Chargers, you know, or the Broncos. It's going to be different. It's going to be ball control. It's going to be Villanova, if you will. Slow the pace, you know, battle in there, win the game, play four quarters, have a great field goal kicker, great punter, play field position. And look, in the South, Jacksonville's still unsettled no matter how much money they've spent. Houston's in a full rebuild. And Tennessee, you know, I mean, they're still a good team, but they're going through some situations, too. Where are they going to be at receiver? A.J. Brown's the only one they have. They traded for Robert Woods, but he's coming off an ACL. So I like it for the Colts. I really do. I like it for the Colts for two years, just two years. It gives them time to get back to the quarterback and find it, find a guy. Then I think for the Falcons, this signals we're going to rebuild. I would not be surprised if Mariota became their starting quarterback. Not be- I don't think this opens the door up for Baker Mayfield. 
By the way, in exchange for a third round pick, so the Colts send a third rounder over to, did you, did, what's your take on the, on the compensation? Well, look, there's no third rounder in this draft that's going to be able to walk in and make their team better. I mean, there's no third rounder. Now, it's a two-year proposition. You get a third rounder for four years. So they lost four years. So they lost two seasons of, of a cheap contract. They're going to have to find a way to make that third rounder up some way, somehow. You know, they had two threes. I think they basically traded Wentz for this guy. Think about it. They got a three from Washington. That's right. That's right. So they traded Wentz for, they traded Wentz for Ryan. What's wrong with that deal? No, you're 100% right. So it's official. Matt Ryan to Indy. Falcons receive a 2022 third-round draft pick, and the Colts receive Matt Ryan. And Michael Lombardi likes the deal for the Colts. I, I can't disagree. I do. I, I, I do. I, look, I like the Colts, right? I, and I like, I like Ed Dodds. He was with me in Oakland. We worked together. I love Chris Bauer. I like, I've always liked Frank Wright as a coach. Uh, so I like a lot of the personalities within the building. But I, I think to me what Chris Ballard must be able to do is he must be able to – there's a great Thomas Carlisle quote that Charlie Munger uses all the time. Our main job is to focus on the task at hand, not to see what lies distantly in the future. And he has a good team. And if you apply that, that, that line to what the task that lies at hand. Chris needs to be able to give his team the best chance to win. And, and until he got a quarterback, that wasn't going to be, he wasn't doing his job. Your boys over at PFF just said the Falcons are expected to pursue Marcus Mariota. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think Mariota and the Falcons is a fit? You know, Mariota had no traction so far up until this phone call he got from Atlanta. And partly this is because of this is because of uh, can we Matt, can we put this on social media later so at least we time stamped it ahead of PFF? Uh, uh -oh. anyway, I didn't uh, mean to do that. I didn't mean to get it in yeah. your head. I apologize. Yeah, you know me and PFF. God knows what their ratings are. By the way, the eighth and ninth uh -oh. ranked quarterback on QBR just got traded. Anyway, that will uh -oh. that, that go change the subject here. The the reality here is to me is I think Atlanta's a year behind their rebuild. It, and it sounds like, to me, if I'm, if I'm, I know I'm not answering the question, but I am. It's okay. If they go for Mariota, where is Baker going? Seattle. Baker doesn't have a spot. You see, what people don't realize is quarterbacks are musical chairs. There's 32 chairs available. That's all there are. Nobody likes quarterback competition. Nobody says, hey, come on in. Maybe, maybe that's what they'll do. But, but to bring Baker in, if you're Seattle, you've you got to do something with that contract. You've got to do something with that. But Seattle doesn't want to pay $18 million for that. You know, I mean, Seattle, that's an $18 million paragraph five. That's not, an, that's not just walk in here. You know, let's come on in and see what we got. Now, the, the Seattle has cap room. There's no denying that. But do you want to spend 18 of your 31 million cap room on that? I don't think so. We got a timestamp over here on the Lombardi line. I love getting them fired up. Pro football focus. Pro, pro, pro football. That's what they say. Whatever they say. You know, they said that, Matt, they said that uh, you know, Matt LaFleur is the best coach in the league. So go, go with it. Even though he had the 32nd worst off special teams in football. But, you know, that, that, that doesn't matter. I don't think Big Daddy Vince agrees. but okay. oh, Big Daddy Vince, he's, I mean, everybody keeps asking me on Twitter, when, when is the pod coming back? We'll be back shortly. Excited for that. But they're all out worried about Big Daddy Vince. Big Daddy Vince is completely – thank God he got traded to Devontae Adams because Big Daddy Vince loves Mick. I mean, it's like he, he loves Mick so much. It's like his daughter says, you think it's his son. I mean, he loves Mick. So if Devontae Adams was going to go anywhere, he's probably happy he went to the Raiders <laughs> because he loves Mick. Do we have um, 
well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but GM Shuffle, any news coming up here? I think we'll get somewhere soon. Yeah, we're going to get it done. I think hopefully this week we'll get it worked through. Somebody asked me, I said, I, nobody, t- you think, pe- first off, I don't go out. But secondly, I don't yeah. talk to, I don't, nobody talks to me. Have you moved, by the way? Yeah, moved, yeah, 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 I moved into Where are you? I'm just like a mile the down the road from my old place. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just airbnb I'm just like, I'm literally just a nomad. Uh, but no, uh, I'm, we'll be thrilled to hear any news you do have on the GM shuffle and many, many waits with uh, bated breath. Let's get it going. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to hear you drop some F-bombs, <laughs> which I always like. Uh, okay, so Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan, that news is in. I mean, the AFC is stacked with quarterbacks if you think about it. Um, yeah, I mean, in Atlanta now, you know, this is Atlanta's, you know, when they make this trade, right, when they dump that, when they dump this money, I mean, Matt Ryan was base salary was 17 million and he had a 7.5 million roster bonus. So that's basically, let's call that 24 million. That's a cheap contract for Chris Ballard. That's a cheap contract. Now he could turn that seven and a half million into a signing bonus to lower his cap. But because he doesn't have to carry the acceleration of all the contracts that the Falcons have done with him, I mean, his pre-cap number is 40 million. I mean, you know, he's got 24 million of dead money floating out there. So if if they sit there and pre-cap June one, you know, if they do this and they could, I don't know if you can do it on a trade, but but they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have some some issues. There's no doubt. So Baker ends up where? That's the question. I don't know. I don't think he ends up in Seattle. I think Seattle genuinely likes Locke. And, Stop and it. To me, that's the only chair they have left. That's what I keep hearing through the league. I, I, don't, see, I don't see Baker having a home. I think they're going to have to cut Baker. Because right now, if you're Andrew Barry, there's only one team you're talking to. You can only talk to Seattle. If Winston signs with New Orleans, which is what's going to happen, who else is out there? When you do, what other team needs a quarterback? When you do bring back GM Shuffle, you need a producer. Maybe Baker can give you a resume. There you go. He's well, no, you know, I mean, he's gonna have to get in line. Okay. You know, we have to see his talents on that. There's no doubt. So you're gonna take the three tonight with the 76ers hosting the oh, Heat. I, I would take that number if it went to five. How about that? You heard it here. How first. about that? You heard it here first. Genuflect, PFF, Michael Lombardi. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Have a good Monday. We'll see you on Thursday. Odds on coming up next. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.